Welcome to Midweek Motivation on Wove Inspiration, the extra push you need to keep moving forward. Thank you for tuning in to Wove Inspiration's newest segment, Midweek Motivation. I am your host, Althea Richardson, and today's special guest is a musician out of Brooklyn, New York, whose musical talent can be heard across the world since he's the bass player for two-time Grammy Award winner Bishop Hezekiah Walker. Dwayne's single, Help Me to Pray, which was blessed and ordained by God, as well as supported by Bishop Walker and his congregation, is certainly headed towards gospel success. So take a lunch break and listen to this interview with Dwayne Gott on Wove Inspiration. Today I have a very special guest. His name is Dwayne Gott. And he is, wow, he's from Brooklyn, New York, and um, he plays the bass. And we're going to go ahead and get to know him right now. And you guys stay tuned to the end of the show because I will be playing some of his music. So how you doing, Dwayne? Hey, how you doing, First Lady? Good to hear you. Good to hear you. I'm doing great. Amen. 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 So I looked over your bio just a little bit, but I, and as I mentioned earlier, you're from Brooklyn, New York, born and raised? Yes, yes, yes. Born and raised in Brooklyn. So tell me a little bit more about your family and and yourself. Okay. um, Born and raised in, in, in Brooklyn, out in Brownsville. Um, I, I got married um, to a beautiful wife. Um, we have a daughter. Well, we had a daughter, which is our daughter, and she got married. So we have a, a son-in-law, and okay. they have two children. So sons. So we have two grandsons. Okay. Okay. Um, I'm a deacon at my my church, which is the Love Fellowship Tabernacle Church, the Kingdom Church. Uh, my bishop is Bishop Hezekiah Walker. Hey. Um, I also play bass at the church every Sunday, and um, I'm a man of God. Mm-hmm. Amen. Amen. I hope I didn't leave anything out. Oh no! Oh no! You good? Like, like a uncle and cousin. <laughs> Somebody, an uncle, a cousin, somebody, brother, and, and, and everything. You got yeah, it. Yeah, brother. Yes. So, what? Mm-hmm. How did you actually get started? Because you play the bass. Is that correct? Yes. That's correct. So how did you get started in playing the bass? Well, I started out at around the age of 13. And um, what what influenced me was uh, I seen a young man around my age. He was playing in his band with his brothers. It was a family band. Okay. And he was playing very, very well, you know, to be as young as he was. So I, um, I said, I would like to try it. And he let me try it. And his mother said, Tommy, bring that bass upstairs. I guess I was making too much noise. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So I, I, I enjoyed what I was doing, even though I didn't know what I was doing. So my mother, I asked my parents to get me one for Christmas. Okay. And they said, okay, if you, if you keep up your grades, we'll get you one. So I was able to one one on Christmas morning, you know, thank God. And um, my sister's, my older sister was 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 dating a young man that, that stopped by and said, "Hey, I know I know how to play bass." So he taught me my very first song, which was "Papa Was a Rolling Stone." Okay. About the Temptations. 
Yeah. So I would play that day in and day out, day in and day out. And then in junior high school, um, in the music class, I met a lot of um, classmates that knew how to play different instruments. Mm-hmm. So we, we practically took over the music room because we um, started a band with inside the music class. Okay. And the teacher was like, okay, you guys uh, seem to be knowing what you're doing. Okay, I'm going to pass you and blah, blah, blah. So then, you know, that's where it all started at, really, in, in um, junior high school, around the sixth grade. Mm-hmm. And we um, started a band outside of that called The Hot Ice. The, that's the what hot... launched everything. Wait a minute, you ice. said The Hot Ice? <laughs> hot Ice. How, how did hot you ice. come up with that <laughs> <laughs> Middle school, I understand, but hot ice. Hot ice. That's cool. That's cool. How did y'all come up with that? Well, it was, we were sitting around thinking of names. And one of the guys, a guitar player, matter of fact, he taught me a lot of um, bass um, techniques once he joined, you know, the group. And um, he came up with the name Hot Ice. And a matter of fact, he still used that name today. Like wow. if you go to hoticeentertainment.com or Hot Ice on, on Twitter and stuff, you'll be able to find them. He's still out there. Okay. But we, um, we um, you know, accepted the name. But then um, as I moved on and we changed groups and members quit, and we, we changed names. Uh, mm-hmm. Wow. We came up with um, Kingdom, Trance, Finesse. Um, but Kingdom was, was, was the name that stuck with us. A good friend of mine, Perry McNeil. Mm-hmm. Perry McNeil, he came up with the name Kingdom as we, um, you know, gotten older and we started doing block parties, wedding receptions, doing stuff with um, Blue Magic, um, you know, artists that um, pretty much established in, in the industry. We were pretty much opening up for them and blah, 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 blah. Mm-hmm. So that's where that all started at, way back in Brooklyn in the project. Wow, wow. And I was looking at your uh your bio. You you played or collaborated with Full Force. Yeah. yeah. Grandmaster Flash. Oh my yeah, god. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that was it's, way it's, back it's, in the day. Now you know we're going way back, right? Yes, sir. <laughs> hey, I know I, I ain't shamed by my age. I know them guys, man. That was they was it. They was it, man, for real. Because Full Force is out of Brooklyn as well. Yes, yes. Yeah, we we had, you know, New York sold up. Mm-hmm. We, we hit all the clubs. They would come to our um performances. We would go check them out. Grandmaster Flash was on the set with us. They would come in our dressing room. We would go in their dressing room and, you know, wow. hang and, and introduce each other. Yeah, we, we you know, the Force MDs. Yeah. Just to name a few. Yeah, yeah. And see, Grandmaster Flash and them, they like they the original rappers of the day. I don't know what's going on right now, <laughs> but <laughs> yeah, uh that that's that's my music right there. If I got if I listen to hip hop music, it's gotta mm-hmm. be old school. And what's funny is that my yeah. kids they don't really they they you know, they listen to the beat, but they really like the old school. So, you know, yeah. I, well, I taught them well. <laughs> so, because, you know, the, the lyrics back then, you couldn't relate. Right, exactly. Because exactly. they had a message. Mm-hmm. You know, don't Especially push me because I'm close to the age. You know, it's like right. a jungle sometimes that makes you wonder, yeah. I keep from the is blow, you know, these are the breaks. Mm-hmm. They had they a message, about pretty life. much. Yeah. They talked about life, for real. 
So let's fast forward up to okay. let's say you are you you find your your sweetheart. Um, her name is mm-hmm. of course Valerie. Valerie, is Valerie. Yes. and um, what what changed? Because it seemed like that when you guys got together, your mm-hmm. your music started to change as well because you started attending uh, church together. Yes. Um... I met her at a block party and it's a funny thing, but anyway, um, you know, we dated for three years then we, you know, decided to get married, but the whole time, you know, her, her grandfather was a, um, a pastor at her, um, family church, okay. which is, uh, um, out in, um, Brooklyn, also Macedonia church of Christ. Mm-hmm. And we were club hopping to be honest, because the group I played with, we would play at different clubs on Friday, sometimes Saturday. And not that often, but sometimes we would get up and go to church because it was a family's church. Right. And I would, you know, meet the family, like the grandfather, the grandmother, the cousins, the uncles, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. And her, her grandfather was like, well, I'm glad you guys come to church. He said, Don't hang out all the time. <laughs> you can't get up. <laughs> Right. <laughs> and yeah. he said to me, he said, and if you keep coming, I'll make you a deacon. Oh. But you know, back then I wasn't trying to hear that. Right, right. <laughs> <laughs> we were, we was trying to hit the, the music industry, trying mm-hmm. to be successful, you know, with the R and B thing going on, going on. <clears throat> but um as as time moved on, you know, eventually um he passed away. Okay. And um you know, we, we, we stopped going as often as we did, which wasn't that often at all. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, we wasn't in church for a good while. And my daughter was getting older. And to the wife and myself, we, we, we felt that we needed to get her in, into a foundation that, that would keep her. Yeah. Like they say, raise up a child in the way they should know. And when they get older, they should not depart. Right. So we knew, we knew she needed... Uh, 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 you know, something strong. But I met a young man at IHOP and he told me about Love Fellowship. We went one time, my wife and myself, on a Tuesday just to, you know, visit. Man, it was electrifying. It seemed like we were the oldest ones in the place at that time. <laughs> oh, wow. Okay. Back, back in 1996, around there, sometime mm-hmm. around there. And um, they were appraising. You can feel the spirit. Um, Bishop got the mic. He was Pastor Hezekiah Walker then. Okay. And I felt, I felt, you know, something good. I said, "Hun, we have to, you know, bring bring the daughter here and let her see it for herself." Yeah. So one Sunday, um, we we brought it there, and we couldn't even get in the place. Wow. So they said, they said, um, we we get ready to move to a new location. Come on down. So once they moved to a new location on the, uh, on a Sunday, it was an Easter Sunday. They moved to a new location, and we we went. Mm-hmm. Again, electrifying and, and, and the praise was going on. And the choir got up and sung, and that just put the icing on the cake. Yeah. So I said, I said, I have to hear this this this, this pastor. He got up, he preached. I said, I am I am really convinced. You know, something. It, it, it's like, almost like he was speaking to me mm-hmm. on my very first day. So wow. um, after you know some time, we we decided to join. And they found out I played bass. 
<laughs> I, I, I started going to rehearsals. And here I am. I, I've been playing ever since 1996. Mm-hmm. That is yeah. awesome. Now, yeah. there had to have been a point where you were kind of hesitant because you had been playing bass in different in a completely different environment so what what kind of you know convinced you that you were on the right track in in playing uh bass for 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 him for god well i'm so glad you asked that question because i had totally forgotten about that that Mm -hmm. moment um well once the band broke up we went our separate ways after changing our names from kingdom to trance and to finesse trying to find success um it just didn't work out for us mm-hmm. so um i was home doing a little um home recording and a little writing and um once we um started going to the church i'm not going to say on the regular but mm-hmm. periodically and you know the lord spoke to me i said you know i really would like to um play the bass at, at, at Love Fellowship. And the Lord spoke to me and he, he said, um, okay. And the first thing that came to my mind was, will I be devoted? Will, will, will I be dedicated? And clearly at, as day, either I was speaking to myself or he okay. was speaking to me. And I said, when I was playing for Kingdom, in, in, in R&B group, we had rehearsal every Monday, Wednesdays, and Thursdays. Mm-hmm. Faithfully. Faithfully. So I said, if I can do that in the world, I can also do it in the church then some. Amen. So I had Amen. surrendered right there in prayer. Mm-hmm. And when I was uh, attending the rehearsals, we would pray first. And the confirmation came. Wow. Like, here you are. Surrender. Mm-hmm. This is what you asked for. This is what you prayed for. Here it is. Yeah. So it was a little struggle in the beginning until I heard the word. <laughs> mm-hmm. Amen. Amen. And what's Amen. really interesting is that um, you you indicated that the name of the group eventually, the band that you were in eventually changed to Kingdom. So how ironic, it's like it was a preview of what uh, was going to happen in the first place versus that, you know, instead of you playing in the group Kingdom, you are now serving the Kingdom and playing uh, the bass. So, you know, it was destined. (laughs) Yeah, it was destined. It was destined. It was definitely destined because I said, Lord, if I can devote myself to a the band called Kingdom, mm-hmm. I can definitely devote myself to your church, which is the Kingdom. Mm-hmm. And I, uh, while I was reading your um, your bio, it says you've done a lot of work with Hezekiah Walker and traveling. So you went to a whole nother mm-hmm. level after that. Yes. Yes. I mean, <laughs> doors just started opening up um, mm-hmm. once um, I surrendered. And became faithful. Um, we we were doing mostly um, church engagements at first. Then um, the bishop um, 
had did a, a recording at, at the um, church, I believe, okay. that for some reason it didn't really um, take off. So he said, we're going to do the recording over. And I just happened to be in the spot, at mm-hmm. the place, at the right time. So it was like, okay, let's let Dwayne play and see how he do. Yeah. So they gave me the tape. I learned all the songs and I was able to play, I think it was nine songs on our first church recording CD. Wow. Okay. And it did great. We started traveling like all over, but we always had to be back in church on Sunday morning. Oh, of course. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> so we was like getting off the bus sometimes and just go straight to the choir stand and to the musician's corner and, and start service. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that so, went on for some years. Are you still traveling um, with him and tours? Oh, or not myself. Um, the only thing I do right now is like church engagements. Like if he have to go out and preach. Okay. Um, you know, mostly because um, then we, we did our second um, recording, our second CD, which was Love is Live. Okay. Um, at um, the Brooklyn Marriott. In that particular um, second CD that, that, that we um, recorded, um, received the Grammy. Wow, okay. Yeah. So, so overall, you know, that was the Bishop's um, second Grammy because he had won his first Grammy with his choir, which was the right. Crusade Choir. But the church was blessed mm. to receive one. So yeah. now we, 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 we're traveling a little more. Mm-hmm. And plus his, his choir, was also getting engagements. Wow! So he had asked me, he had asked me to um to travel with both choirs. Mm-hmm. So I was traveling with both choirs. I was traveling with the church choir, which is the Love Fellowship Tabernacle Choir, and I was also traveling with his choir, which is the Community Choir, um, Love Fellowship Crusade Choir. Mm-hmm. And then back at church, we had um just one choir, and then we we started um our older adult choir, then we started a senior choir, then we started a children's choir, then it was the mass choir. So I found myself playing for like six choirs. Holy And God. traveling. And traveling. But, you know, I did that for as long as I could. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was. The, it had to have been the joy of the Lord. <laughs> Just straight, that's a lot. I mean, from Japan to Africa, you name it, we was just moving and back at church and doing our thing. And I just spoke to the bishop and said, Bishop, you know, it's it's overwhelming. It's just a bit too much for me. I'm getting older. Yeah. I'm not as young as I used to be. So I just wanted to stay at the church and, you know, play at the church and keep this going. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And he said, okay, Dwayne. So that's when I stopped traveling. Okay. All right. <laughs> back in 2000 or something. Okay. Mm-hmm. So yeah. now I, you, you have a single, and it's okay. called Help Me to Pray. Yeah, now, that's my second single. Okay, mm-hmm. okay. So how, how did you transition from you was traveling all over the place and playing, <laughs> and now you're doing your own thing? How did that transition go? <laughs> well, I had to pray about that. Mm-hmm. We, are, we are a praying church. We pray every Tuesday. As, as a corporate, you know, unit. So um, I prayed about it. And the first song that um, the Lord gave me was um, Get My Praise On. Okay. I have a video, I have a video on YouTube under Dwayne God, 
and the track is, is, is entitled Get My Praise On. Now, the Lord gave me that in prayer because for the most part, us as musicians, we're playing all the time, mostly. And when um, a dance break out, we're playing and everybody's dancing, right, running around. And um, I, for some reason, I was like, wow, we're not getting our praise on. And the Lord said, yes, you are. Every time you pluck a note, you getting your praise on. Yeah. Yep. Every time the drummer hit hit a, one of the drums and the keyboarders play a key, you guys are getting your praise on. Yeah. And I said, yeah. "Wow!" So I said, "So I said, get my praise on." Mm-hmm. And it started coming to me. It's basically an instrumental because what I'm saying is I'm getting my praise on, and then I start playing that bass and doing some nice little bass lines in the bass on that bass. So that's where the first song came up at. Then the second song again, I said, well, it's time to do another one after praying. And the way things were going, you know, with society and, and you know, um, the politics with um, our government and, you know, just life itself. Mm-hmm. I said, we, we, we need, we need to help each other pray. Yeah, definitely. So the Lord said, the Lord, the Lord said, you know, help me to pray. So I said, if, if I can just get that out there and, 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 and let the people know that we should all help each other because I need help too. Mm-hmm. If you help me to pray, things will get better. And that's where Help Me to Pray um, came from. So um, it's really a message that, you know, we all need to help each other pray. Mm-hmm. And when I listened to it, I was like, this kind of kind of like funky to, to I mean, <laughs> All of this is, is the that. church people singing? Are they listening to this? Because it's kind of funky to it, but you know, it's all good though. That's that's just yeah. Out. You see, now I'm not I'm not the only one playing funky um, gospel song. Yeah, to be honest with you, they're out there. But oh, I it know just so it happened is. that <laughs> it just so happened that the feel really came from um, one of my idols. Which is um, man? Um, he played bass <laughs> for um, Larry Graham. Oh my! See, I knew it. I was like, <laughs> "Why does that sound familiar to me?" Oh, okay. Now that makes yeah. sense. That makes sense. Yeah, from, from Sliding the Family Stone. Okay. Right? Um, one of their songs. I'm not gonna mention the song, but yeah, you know. That's what we used to play. And, and I said, you know, I, I prayed about it again. I said, this is like what's in me. Mm-hmm. I just need, I just need to pray over it and, 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 and give it back to the Lord so he can bless it. Yeah. Yeah. So I, see, just, I just, I just, that, that song is definitely, I mean, it, it'll, it'll definitely catch your attention. And, uh, and <laughs> one of the things about music now as far as gospel music i'm glad mm-hmm. that it's transitioning or changing to mm-hmm. reach the generation of today because right. uh, you know a lot of people i'm just gonna be honest i wasn't really into choirs and things like that when i started um when i transitioned over to listening to gospel music and stuff i was into you know fred hammond and commission okay and then uh, Kurt Franklin came out yeah. and, and with all his music, and they was like about to stone him. But 
Mm-hmm. I was yeah. like, that's what caught my attention. That's what I can relate to. Mm-hmm. So, you know. You see, I, I, mm-hmm. I, we've been taught, you know, as, as, as long as it's glorifying God. Right. That's that's the message. It's, it's, it's about his glory. Amen. And, you know, of course, music was tainted. And um, in my opinion, from what I was taught, Mm-hmm. And there's there's music that glorify the devil. Yeah. And we don't want to give him no glory. Right, right. <laughs> None at all. So um, if, if you're going to do a beat, you got to make sure you pray over it. And make sure you pray over it mm-hmm. so that God can get the glory and, and, and souls can be saved. And people can hear this message. Absolutely. The Absolutely. gospel of Jesus Christ. So um, when Kirk Franklin started doing his thing, um, people was upset with him. Believe it or not, if you was in that club shaking and popping your fingers, you had to hear some type of message in that music. Mm-hmm. That's the most important thing, that message. Right. That, that was the mm-hmm. bottom line. If you can just get them to listen to the words, listen to the lyrics, that's going to make a big difference in their life, big time. Yeah, because music is, is spiritual. Mm-hmm. I remember um, King Saul used to get upset and aggravated, and then they would call David, which was the king after Saul, to play his harp. Right. To um, soothe right. him, to soothe him, to calm him down. That's right. And we, we all know David, you know, was anointed. So when he played, demons was flying out of Saul. Right, right, right. <laughs> That was the only thing that would keep him calm. Yeah. So, yeah. So, music carries the spirit. Absolutely. And I I agree that, you know, praying before as a musician and and an Mm -hmm. artist, praying before you put put the music together and then praying afterward Mm -hmm. that it's effective. When it play, when it is played, it makes a really big difference for sure. Yeah, I, um, one of my ministers of music, Jawan Martin, he had um asked me one time in rehearsal. He said, he said, God, do um you believe when you when you play a note that someone is being healed, delivered, set free? I said, Wow. Mm-hmm. I said that's interesting. I said, I'm gonna pray about that. And of course, we prayed about it. And I believe every yeah. time I strike a note, someone is hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Demons are flying. People are running up. What must I do to be saved? People are being healed. Just went boom, boom, boom. Yep. Yes, Lord. Amen. 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 So Tom is running out just a little bit there. Already? Um, already. I know, right? See? <laughs> <laughs> I hope I wasn't talking too much. No, you no no, you're doing really good. You're doing real good. So, but let me ask you something. Do you have any upcoming events or projects um at this time? I'm I'm in prayer about that as well because um I'm in church so much until like right now I'm the only bass player. So um I have to um be mindful of if I'm not here, then then the bass is missing okay okay so right now i'm still in church 
on my post mm-hmm. like I'm supposed to be. And I'm praying because I, I want to be here. That, that was my first prayer when I, before I joined, to be dedicated, devoted, and, 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 and sincere. Yeah. So that's the place I'm in now. And right now, nothing has really opened up as far as um, touring or anything like that. Go shop here, there. Yeah. Do some radio interviews here, here and there. So God is still um, keeping me where I am right now. Right. So um, we, we, we just did the two um, tracks, and we're in the studio now, and we want to do at least maybe like 13 songs mm-hmm. before I release the um, CD. Okay. In the very near future. But um, I'm on Twitter. Um, Got Music on Twitter. Instagram is also Got Music. Um, Facebook is is, um, Dwayne Got. YouTube is Dwayne Got. D Got on Amazon, Google Play, and the rest of the um, download network or whatever you call them the streaming so um and yeah your last name is spelled with two t's right correct yes okay g-o-t-t d-g-o-t-t okay okay so yeah, do you man. have any last words for our listening audience yes um i've been hearing this um Ever since I was a teenager watching these different award shows. Mm-hmm. And when they say, um, never give up on your dream. I used to think back then they was just saying that. <laughs> yeah. But it's the truth. Never give up on your dream. Seek ye first the kingdom of God and all of his righteousness. And all these things shall be added on to you. I have a very good friend by the name of Mike Young. That's been singing in the subways for 40 years. But prior to that, him and I was on the stage together. Mm-hmm. Some other local bands he was playing with. After singing in the subway for 40 years, he was recognized. And now he's touring all over the world. Wow. Awesome. And, and, his, he's, and his, the name of his album is Keep Dreaming, I believe it is. Mm-hmm. Or Never Stop Dreaming, one of those. Let me yeah. ask you something. Was he, he wasn't on a, a show or anything, was he? Yes, he was with a guitar player. Oh my gosh, that is so cool. <laughs> I what we rooted for him. Oh my goodness. Yeah, it's a good friend of mine. Awesome. Awesome. Wow. Awesome. They said they said he was too old. Um they just, you know, was trying to tell him, man, give it up. Yeah. I think um, the American Idol, um, what was his name? The, one of the judges from American Idol. Uh, Simon Cow. Yes. Simon, yeah, yes, Simon I was telling him. That. Yeah. Yes, my husband and I <laughs> were. America got down. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, we were yeah. rooting for him, man. I was like, yeah. no, they can't let him go. <laughs> But I'm yeah. glad that he's doing well. So I, I'm, I'm yeah. excited about that. I can share that with my husband now. Yay. Yeah, I spoke to him a couple of days ago. Okay. And, you know, he's happy. And again, he said, um, never give up. Never Amen. give up. Amen. Amen. 
All right. Well, I, you know what, Dwayne, it has been a pleasure talking to you today. I thank you so much for being on the show thank and you. motivating my listeners on the, in the midweek because you need to get some kind of motivation just to keep going yes. and get you to Friday. So I really appreciate you taking time out of your busy schedule. Uh, thank you, First Lady, for having me. You know, the pleasure's all mine. Feel free. Um, email me or call me if you like. If you need me, I'm there for you. Amen. I appreciate and give, you. And give, and give, and give the, the pastor your husband my regards. I sure will. I sure will. You take care. And this is Althea with Wove Inspirations. You guys have an awesome day. God bless.
Thank you for tuning in to Midweek Motivation on Wove Inspiration. I hope you enjoyed what you heard. If you would like to be a guest on the show, email your bio and picture to woveinspiration at gmail.com. If you would like to continue the conversation, make a comment, or you have any questions, you can share them on Wove Inspiration's Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter. This is your host, Althea Richardson. You're almost there. Keep moving forward.